I definitely wish I would have taken more ISA classes. Um, and I definitely think it's becoming so relevant now with how businesses are able to get all this data on their marketing performance and tie it to their sales results. Welcome to Beyond High Street. My name is Jenny Derrick, and I'm the Dean of the Pharma School of Business here at Miami University. Today, I'm joined by Mackenzie Paulette, who graduated with a bachelor's degree in marketing in 2017. Hi, Mackenzie. It's great to see you, and welcome to the podcast, Beyond High Street. Thank you for having me. So as the listeners know, during this podcast, we'll weave through a range of topics so that our listeners can get to know you and more about your journey and your reflections along the way. So let me begin with what we consider one of the most important questions. Why did you choose the Pharma School of Business? Yes. Um, so I was born and raised in Ohio. And when I was in high school, I knew I wanted to go into business, specifically marketing, but I wasn't sure where. I ended up applying to eight schools in and around Ohio and was really persuaded by farmer's reputation and how nice the academic buildings were when I toured compared to some of the other schools I looked at. Um, and I'm very happy with my decision. So you seem to know that you wanted to take marketing. So how so? Were you, did you grow up around marketers? What, what made you know that marketing was for you? Um, I would say when I was in high school, social media was starting to become a big thing and seeing how companies were using the internet to brand their businesses. Um, and it's just changed so much in the past 10 years since I was in high school. But there wasn't really a one specific moment, um, just liked how digital was coming into the picture and how quickly it was moving. It's a great segue into what I want to ask you about next. So when I look at your career, you're, you started at Textron as an intern. So do talk about the journey and, and weave in. You know, I'm really intrigued because you've been a marketing analyst, a digital marketing specialist, and now you're a senior data analyst. So that passion for social stayed with you. So talk about the journey that you've been on and, and some of the differences between the roles that you've had and the industries that you found yourself working in. Yes. Um, so while I was at Miami, my goal was to get an internship after my sophomore year, um, which isn't the easiest thing to do. I was on track to graduate in three years instead of four. So I really had to get that internship after my sophomore year. Um, ended up getting an internship with Textron at a business unit in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um, had never been to Chattanooga before and just took a chance with the internship. It was at a business unit that manufactured equipment to string power lines. So also something really unfamiliar to me. Um, ended up going down there for the summer and loved it. I was a um, intern helping design catalogs, um, set up trade show booths for our sales team that sold, equip sold equipment to power companies across the country. Um, and then I was offered a full-time position upon graduation. So I ended up moving back to Chattanooga after I graduated. Um, and again, continue to grow my skill set um, as a marketing coordinator, doing more tactical marketing things like trade shows, but then really diving deep into building websites and managing social media and trying to get digital in this industry that was really dated, um, specifically the power industry. Um, so while my time at um, Textron, I decided to pursue my master's and I ended up getting into a program at Vanderbilt's business school. Um, it was the MBA marketing concentration condensed into one year instead of two. Um, so I moved to Nashville and completed that program. And while I was at Vanderbilt, I wasn't sure if I wanted to stay on the corporate side of marketing or move into agency. I ended up taking an agency position 
um, which allowed me to kind of be more hands-on with a variety of clients throughout the day instead of just working um, for one business, which I really liked, um, and ended up moving to a bigger agency in Knoxville that specifically focused on connecting data and creativity for business results. And the agency is called Tombras. Um, and I'm super happy where I am now. And I'm specifically building dashboards to analyze business performance from our advertising. So really deep into the data and connecting um, digital performance with clients' business results. What an interesting journey. And so one thing when you talk about, you know, I mean, the luxury you have if you want to work in an agency and having that look-see across a lot of different businesses, I think it's a real gift of, of agency work. But how do you stay current? And the, what's behind my question is that as a, as a marketer myself, and when I talk to marketers, they say things like you can't even go on vacation for a week or two, because if you do, some of the tools and platforms that you do that you use have changed even a tiny bit. And so you know, how, how do you keep up and how do you stay current in, in the field that you've chosen to be in? Yes, I would definitely say a desire to learn is very important. Um, and I think I definitely learned that at Miami and was constantly challenged with all the projects and bringing different clients into the classroom. Um, so staying up to date with different platforms or, for example, when Facebook launched their iOS 14 earlier this year, that changed a lot of tracking we had on users data. Um, so the team I work with does a really good job of staying up to date with changes. And um, it's really hard to do your job if you're not familiar with going, what is going on in the industry. Um, so just desire to learn. Are there any particular blogs that you read or podcasts that you listen to? Are there places that you go to as your safe bets for, for staying current? Yes, um, we try to rely on the platforms, um, what they push out. So specifically with Facebook's data, what Facebook is pushing out about their internal changes and Google as well. Um, it's just a little bit easier coming from the source and the team I work with. We have a lot of great connections at those businesses that help educate us on what's coming down the pipeline. You're allowed to not answer my next question. <laughs> it's a okay. choice. But is there a campaign that you've worked on that you're really proud of that you'd like to share? And I, I know sometimes you're, you're shrouded with NDAs and things like that. So it's okay to say no. <laughs> um, something that I've worked on recently, um, I'm on a franchise brand um, that is nationwide. And we've really had to pivot our strategy on how we do campaigns um, specifically. It's kind of hard to set up Facebook and Google campaigns when you have 260 locations across the country. So I'm really proud of how our team has kind of pivoted that strategy. And now we're using DMAs, which are designated market areas. So specifically to targeting the Columbus area um, to run ads that way. So just another way of kind of staying up to date and growing with the client. I love it. Thank you. So earlier on in your answer, you did say you went off and did an MBA at Vanderbilt. Now you graduated in 17 and you went into the Vanderbilt MBA quite quickly. So talk to me about the decision process. And I know many students listen to our podcasts and many of our alum have gone and done MBA. So talk to me about that decision making process that led you to do an MBA at the stage of your career and your reflections having completed it. Yes, so my initial um, drive to pursue the Vanderbilt program was because I had such a great experience with the professors at Miami and I was contemplating going down the PhD route um, 
and you can't do a PhD without the master's degree. So that was one of my initial drivers to pursue that program. Um, but I also just didn't feel like I was done learning, having completed my undergrad degree in three years. I just felt like I had a little bit left in me to continue um, learning. Um, and it was really interesting to see how different Vanderbilt's business school is set up from Miami's, um, with Miami being more of bringing businesses into the classroom and giving you that hands-on experience. Vanderbilt was a lot more um, research-based. So I think the two different programs really complemented each other and were able to help me um, further my career and um, get promoted quicker. So I hadn't picked that up on that in your background that you got through in three years. So share as much as you're willing to share about the three-year journey, um, how come three years and, and what you sacrifice, if you will, to get through in three years as well. Yes, um, through doing undergrad in three years, I was able to do that because I did post-secondary in high school, which I know a lot of um, students come in with a surplus of credits going into their freshman year. Um, so that helped me with credit-wise being able to graduate in three years. I would say um, sacrificing on the social side of college, um, kind of missing out on like that last year. If you have a lot of peers that you're same age, you're kind of missing the whole senior year. And um, I would say senior year is typically a little lighter class load than your junior year. So missing out on that fun a little bit. Um, but I was happy with my decision to do it in three years and I was ready to move on um, and start my career at that point. We'll, we'll go down memory lane in just a minute. I've got one more question about qualifications. I noticed in your bio that you've done a lot of uh, other certifications, for example, Google Analytics um, and HubSpot. So talk to our listeners, especially our students, about, about doing these certifications and the value of them and, and what others that you might want to do as well. Yes, um, if I could encourage students to do anything and be spend their free time getting those certifications, most of them are free and it really just gives you hand on experience that employers love to see on your resume. If you have the Google Analytics certification, they don't have to um, spend time teaching you to use those platforms. Um, Tableau is the data visualization tool I'm currently using in my role and it would have been great if I had more experience in undergrad um, using that tool or even spending some time le learning that tool at Vanderbilt, which I did not. Um, so just the more certifications and familiarity you can get with those hands-on tools will really help you in your career. Um, Facebook Business Manager is another one that offers those free courses. That's great. So now it's time to go down memory lane. And uh, so I'm going to ask you a whole bunch of different questions about your time here at Miami. So when you look back at your on your time at Miami, who was your favorite professor? Debbie Coleman was my favorite professor. I had her for my marketing capstone um, and we worked with AAA. Nice. Now, not naming professors, but what subject did you least enjoy? Business legal studies um, was hard for me. I just think it's a different way of thinking and isn't as concrete and black and white as I'm familiar with. So I definitely struggled with business legal studies. Did you do um, two majors or a major and a minor? Just I was close with the entrepreneurship minor. Yeah. What co-curricular activities were you involved in? I was involved in Phi Chi Theta, the business fraternity. Um, my sophomore year, I was in the scholar leader program. I was in women in business. Um, my freshman year, I had a short stint on the rowing team. Um, 
which was a very different experience for me. And I was also in a sorority FIMU. You, you did gymnastics at high school. Did you stay with, did you do any gymnastics or anything related to gymnastics at college? Um, I competed for over 10 years through high school. So by the time I hit college, my body was kind of ready for a break, but I had some friends from home that were on the club gymnastics team at Miami. So I went to some gymnastics meets, but my back was ready to take a break at that point. I can can understand. So what was your favorite time of the day for class? Were you a morning person, a mid-morning person? Not so much. Definitely morning. I preferred 10 a.m. and I loved getting out of class and be able to hit up dividends for a salad um, during my lunch break. What about your favorite night of the week? Did you have a favorite night of the week while you were here? Um, Thursday nights, which I think are popular, um, but not not a big night owl. <laughs> you talked about interning. So Textron was your internship. Did you do any others? I did not. Um, the summer after my freshman year, I took the five credit calculus class. So I used my one summer for calculus and my second summer for my internship with Textron. Right, moving on from calculus. Yes. <laughs> Where did you live in your freshman year? I lived in Tappan. Do you remember the room number? I believe it was 214. Mm. It was like the smallest room on the floor, um, but a great freshman year of college experience living in the dorms. And what about off campus? Where did you live off campus? I lived in Campus Commons by the rec. Um, so kind of a hike to Farmer, but I liked that the houses were um, new construction um, and had a good experience out there. <laughs> Some of the houses aren't so new, are they? Correct. <laughs> no, we have looked at a few. Um, so talk to me about your favorite buildings on campus. What is your favorite building on campus, not, not uptown? Um, definitely farmer. Um, I know it was built before I started at Miami, but it was still very new and you could smell the new paint when you walked in and just loved how bright and well-designed the building was. It's such a beautiful building. What about your favorite spot in Uptown? Um, I really like to eat at Bodega. Um, not sure if it's still there or not, but they had really good like sandwiches and deli assortments. Yeah, it's a favorite, isn't it? So have you, do you ever come back? Have you been back here and do you go back to any of these places or not yet? Um, I went back about a year and a half ago to get lunch with my mom at Patterson's. Um, love their breakfast too um, and walk around, but have not been back super recently. We'll have to bring you back. So what's your most memorable personal experience? Yeah. Yeah. Um, For J-term, my sophomore year, I decided to do a study away program um, in Hawaii, and I believe the class was CCA 111. Um, So during that program, we ended up working with a homeless shelter to design a marketing program to increase donations. Um, So we got to learn a lot about the homeless population in Hawaii um, and help this organization try to increase their donations um, and grow their funding. Did you ever hear about how successful the campaign was? Did you get any feedback afterwards? Um, I'm not positive about the feedback. I did have a friend that did it the following year, though, and they built on our project. So hopefully it was impactful. That's really cool. I like. I love what our students can do when they when they do J-turn projects. It's great. So when you look back on any part of your time at Miami, what, if anything, would you do differently? Um, probably would I have... Um, just, I was really involved, but I feel like I could have done more, maybe um, been a little bit more social, 
but not much I would have changed. I really have a lot of fond memories looking back at Miami. Is there a class that you wish you'd taken? Um, with my current career, I definitely wish I would have taken more ISA classes. Um, and I definitely think it's becoming so relevant now with how businesses are able to get all this data on their marketing performance and tie it to their sales results. So um, would like to have taken more ISA classes than just the one core class I took. Right. And no, I, I think that's, especially in marketing, it's become a thing, hasn't it, that the students understand how to analyze data. So I want to move to the part of the podcast where you give other people advice. So there are two parts to my question. Part one would be advice to an incoming first year. What advice would you give incoming first years? And part two, what advice would you give someone who's been out of college just one or two years? Um, for incoming first years, definitely get involved with the B orgs. I know it's a lot going on your first two weeks at campus, but um, getting involved in those organizations really help you hit the ground running. Um, and just to try your best, I think as long as you can try your best with classes or group projects um, or just being a good student, that's the most important thing you can do. And then advice to someone recently out of school. Um, I think it's a big transition going from being a student to working full time. And I would say just be patient with yourself and know that you will find your way or find your career or where you're supposed to be. Um, it just might take a few years. And I cannot believe I'm already four and a half years out of college, but I'm really happy with my current position and all the different um, steps I took to get here, even though it didn't happen immediately. Now, our listeners won't be able to see you, but they can only hear you. And I'm seeing that you're at home. You're working from home at the moment. So I think it's on the top of many of our minds about this whole work from home, flexible workplace. So talk to me about what's happening in your industry. Are you home full time? Do you have to go into the office some of the time? And, and of course, you've been working four and a half years, but not quite half of it's been during COVID. So I'd love, I'd love for you to share with our listeners just this whole journey you've been on with respect to working from home and, and the workplace flexibility. Yes, um, so my current role, I started December before COVID, so December, December 2019, and I've been working from home since March, 2020. Um, so a year and a half working from home, I would say it was definitely an adjustment. Um, getting familiar with working from home and coming into a new role and learning a new tool, Tableau, it was really difficult for me to adjust learning that remotely, but I'm really thankful for the team that I work with and how patient they were teaching me remotely. And I think we're trying to do a really good job of um, incoming employees that are working remotely and taking the time to teach things over Zoom, definitely not the easiest thing to try to navigate a computer remotely, um, but just definitely an adjustment. And I'm I'm happy I'm here. I did do the cubicle style work for the first bit of my career, so I'm familiar with that too. But I think there's a lot of benefits to working from home. Do you have a requirement as the as your work your employer talking about bringing you back at all, or or not so much? Um. I am local to the office and to keep up with growth that we've had on our accounts, they've had to hire a lot more people that are fully remote. Um, so I think they're trying to balance how we can bring people back into the office, but also incorporate those remote, remote employees. I think it's tough with 
so many Zoom meetings and people sitting in one office, everyone trying to talk on their computer at the same time. So I'm sure they have a strategy. I believe the plan is for spring 2022 to do a hybrid schedule. So part of time and part in office, which I'd be happy with. I think we're all trying to figure out what the right thing to do is with this. And, and I love when you're talking about growth, but I just, I'm smiling, thinking about everybody being in cubicles on Zoom calls too, and yes. how, how unproductive that would be. So as we close, Mackenzie, I just want to thank you so much for your gift of time to allow us to record this podcast. One of the things I love about being the Dean of the Pharma School is just how engaged our alumni are, whether they're recent graduates or they've been out for a long, long time, and how willing our graduates are to find ways to stay engaged to support the school our students our faculty our staff and other alumni so thank you Mackenzie and go well as you continue your journey beyond high street thank you